Being a mom is the toughest job there is, and it doesn't come with instructions. So it's okay if you don't have all the answers. We'll figure it out together. This is Mom Brain with Ilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Hey guys, welcome back to Mom Brain. I'm Daphne. And I'm Ilaria. And today we're chatting with Andrea Canning. You guys probably know her from her multiple TV gigs. She was named a Dateline NBC correspondent in October 2012. She's been all over your TV ever since. Lots for NBC News and Today and NBC Nightly News. So suffice to say, this woman has a really busy day slash night job. Oh, wait, she also has six freaking Which kids. Which is more than we do, Daphne. Oh I gosh. feel like we're underperforming right now. Aye, aye, aye. See, I'm only on number five. Away. My takeaway is, is she crazier than we are? <laughs> is, she... but is there um, that element of like, oh, okay. Yeah. I could have another one too. No, no. You look at you look at women like Andrea and you're like, see, it's possible. They they, they exist and they mm-hmm. look sane. And, well, you know. I feel like, I mean, I think you probably get this as well. People really look at me like I'm crazy. Like, oh, you're having another one? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, when they're your kids, it doesn't feel like that many most of the time. Sometimes it does. But most of the time, I'm like, it would be weird if you were not here. Right. That's that's how I feel. It's like, if I look at all my kids and I think about one of them not being there anymore, it would feel bizarre. Even, and, and at the same time, people are like, is it crazy? Is it chaos? I don't want to think of it as like overwhelming is the word people use a lot. But I look at Andrea and I think, you know, the thing that I find most challenging um, with having lots of children and having, you know, the the day job that that we have is the idea that like you would have to get up and show up somewhere on time with your head kind of screwed on straight and be able to make adult conversation and have interesting insights and maybe be a little bit funny and like do things with your brain that actually don't come naturally when you're sleep deprived and part of it is thinking elsewhere and focusing on all the you know children that you have. And I really admire that she – and because she deals with hard news. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean she deals with – Dateline is – Heavy. Some of it is so heavy and she goes home and has to compartmentalize that and then still be wonderful, loving, nurturing mom who, um, you know, doesn't bring the, that baggage home. And I, I just I I'm in real awe that she's had this wonderful career that she's had and never thought that it made that it meant that she had to sacrifice having the large family she also wanted to have, which is something that I aspire to. So check out Andrea Canning, guys. Silly mommy. <laughs> My name is Andrea Canning, and I am a correspondent for Dateline NBC. I have uh, six children, five girls, and finally got the boy. He is uh, about to turn four months. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Andrea Canning. You can find me at Twitter at Canning Andrea. Just to confuse everybody uh, yes, out there. Yes, it was my name was taken. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, <laughs> and on Hallmark, writing movies. Yes, What's Hallmark your next and movie Lifetime. Out? And Lifetime. Well, let's see. Ruby Herring is out there right now on Hallmark. They, re, you know, they replay them. They'll yes. be constantly replaying yes. them. Um, Lifetime. I just had a cheerleader movie on. Oh my gosh, I've had kind of so many. So um, we are three women who have made a lot of children amongst us. I mean, you How have many? you have six. six. I'm bad at math. You may, do you feel it? I, I feel like you're better at math. Six than I am. plus four is ten. Plus four and a half is fourteen and a half <laughs> children a, between the three of, of us. That's a lot oh of people. So, Andrea, six children. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, first of all, did you set out to have a big family? Like, where are you one of? Are you one of no, many? Are you no? My I'm from a small family. My um, 
uh, definitely did not set out to have six. There, there was not a plan. By the way, she has half of her crew here right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're so well behaved. Anna, Charlie, Kiki. You guys are yeah. so lovely. And, and just I feel like we have a great little audience here. And actually, I'm, I, we'll get to this later, but I'm really curious. You, How old is your oldest? Ten. Ten. They look like they have three very different personalities, which I also think is really fun to sort of see how your kids they're the, the you know being close together how you fostered each of them being able to be themselves and be you know not one of not pack mentality necessarily um but so you didn't set out to have many how did no. that no um, well we we had i mean we knew we wanted at least two and then mm-hmm. i think we had talked about maybe three or whatever and then it was kind of i mean being totally honest we were sort of chasing the boy too yeah mm-hmm. so even though obviously we love our girls to death of course we were like oh my husband you know he he's a marine and like he's loves he was a fighter pilot and he loves boy things and you know he loves to golf and so he was really wanted a boy and it. so he was he was like why don't we just have one more and I'm like I'm like yeah okay he said that six like, times thank goodness, <laughs> you know we were on the same page and um and so we kept, kept having another one and then at four I, I think I was telling everyone we were done and then and then I was like, oh, we can just see what happens. And then sure enough, boom, that one was like super quick. Um, and then I don't know if you guys know, we did IVF for the sixth. So you, you, did. So you figured it out before. Um, like, yeah, yeah, because and also because of my age, because I'm 46. Um, I got pregnant when I was 45. And, you know, at that age, it starts to get really hard. What was the process like for you um, having, you know, having that be your first experience, but your sixth child? So a lot of it must have felt familiar but new also it it was um yeah it was it was a definitely it was a completely different experience in the sense of that um I kept thinking that something was going to go wrong like the other ones I was always like all right we're pregnant we're gonna have this baby great this one I wouldn't even buy like baby clothes or decorate the nursery until literally I had to at the end I was so paranoid for some reason, and I'm, I know all these women go through this, but for me, it was such a new experience actually works to do it that way yeah and and it it the first try, you know, they we got two embryos and it was a boy um, was the higher quality, which surprised me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl was the like the lower like it, it would still probably work with the girl, the quality, you know, a B right. or whatever. It was like a B was the girl. and I was like shocked that the boy was the A. Yeah. And so he's, they said, you know, you're doing the pre-genetic testing. And we were going to have another one no matter what, even if it was a girl. It wasn't like they were going to sit on ice. Right. Oh, we right. don't want another girl. We were like, whatever happens. And then the boy just happened to be the higher quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they you know, did their magic. And, and then it was like, oh, it worked. I just could not believe it. I was like, really? Science is absolutely uh, yeah. amazing. Now, having, a, I mean, I, I definitely am chasing a sister for for Carmen. And also, you know, I had such a magical experience all the times. But that first time when you become a mom, I feel like there's an element of me that I'm going to be sorely disappointed because you can't repeat anything. I'm like, oh, I remember it was exactly like this and it was exactly like this. And it's not going to be that, but it'll be fabulous and precious. And 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 I'm going to keep on trying until there is another girl. Are you going to find out? Oh, for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do the blood test. So I like in I think so, in like a week I get oh to do gosh, a blood test soon. and then but then I think it takes like a week to ten days to get the results. Okay, so well, I can't wait. I know I'm trying to figure. <laughs> do you did you do like gender reveal for people or with any of them? I'm obsessed with gender reveal videos. Like uh, like a popping balloon or I know, yeah pink. I know but that's not. Very I cut into a lasagna and had it was it was pink. Um, oh, cheese, which oh. was infinitely more appetizing than blue cheese. That? How did I miss that? 
I don't, you know, you're just a little bit busy. Just a no, tiny, but I tiny feel like I busy. like all of your photos and I like them first before everybody else. <laughs> oh, I didn't else. put it on Instagram. That's why. Oh, my <laughs> You know what? I, I got to get better. I'm you not, do I have to get better with that. You had a, you had a, That's a big a lasagna. One. That is really exciting. <laughs> I know I have all these different ideas of, of, of different things. I'm trying to decide. Did you see the hippo one where they threw the the watermelon into the hippo's mouth and it oh. was like blue jello. No, there was one. Animal this is complicated. Um, what, what <laughs> got, did you see the guy got hit in the face with the um, with the ball that exploded in his face? <laughs> no. <It was> tragedy <laughs> at a gender reveal. Almost. <laughs> it was, it, and everyone was like, ah, oh, they put it like in slow motion and it was, it was funny. Oh my God. Wait, see, you have people, you have to be on top of your game. I've seen airplanes take off and there's like blue oh, or pink on. smoke I mean, behind part it. Part of me thinks it's cool and part of me is like, this is, just one more way that we exhaust ourselves with like modern day parenting. My antics. kids are voting for cake. My kids, cake. I mean, let's cake. do a simple cake. Cake, cake. cake is a solid move. We yeah. did we did cake with Romeo, and it was it was definitely no. Um, going back to the idea of that, it can you know it, it's easier sometimes as you have children because you kind of know what's oh, happening. Oh yeah, it's it's easier it's, having six than one. You will, yeah, that definitely because they all funny? can kind of take care. They can take, yes. but in terms of the pregnancy. Um, you know, your body does get really tired. Like my fourth pregnancy was really hard compared to my other ones. And now that I'm pregnant, I mean, I'm newly pregnant. So I've, you know, the nausea and stuff like that, but isn't the weight yet, you know, or yeah, I, I got sciatica last yeah. time. Um, how do you notice having even one more kid than I do um, as you not only had more children, but as you got older and had children? Well, I can't go on the trampoline anymore. Um, you know, unless you want, unless you know, I'm saying after, unless I've gone to the bathroom first, um, (laughs) you know, that's always a a side effect. That's why Um, we're all sitting with our legs crossed. Yeah. Well, and my, (laughs) I remember my ankles, my ankles like really, uh, got really swollen with the last one. Like, and I'd never had that really before. They were huge. And I'm like, oh no, it's cause I'm old. Um, but you know, and then I also had a much more difficult delivery with the last one. Not, I mean, not only was the baby huge, but, um. Yeah, nine pounds, but seven, seven ounces. ounces. Yeah, oh they gosh. told me though they were they warned me they're like when you've had a lot of children, um, the delivery can get um, a lot more difficult. I think your body kicks into overdrive quickly, like yeah, it knows how to sink into. I have to make this PSA for people, anyone looking to have a vaginal birth. I swear by evening primrose oil mm-hmm. in place of lubricant. I tell all my oh, girlfriends this okay. and my doctor. I've had two different doctors deliver my four kids, and both of them have been like, "This is." a straight up gift to women going, you know, having, having babies. Everyone should know about this because it's, um, so two things. Wait, 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 not because they, so I've taken evening primrose oil as the pills yes. to prepare you. Are you talking about that? So or are you talking I, about actually like oil as yes. a manipulation to lubricate? So here's what exits. I do. I, when I go into labor, because it can induce labor, um, because it's a, it's a phytoestrogen. So it does, you know, create that response in the body in some people. So I take it when I go into labor to help mm-hmm. speed labor along. And then I ask my doctor to puncture the capsules, the same capsules you take and use the oil that's inside to do that sort of perineal mm-hmm. massage thing because lubricant is just slippery it just makes everything kind of slippery but Slip doesn't in. actually that makes total sense it doesn't moisturize so you can't stretch imagine putting like gloss on your face and expecting it to make it stretchy it doesn't so you so this um not only helps be the labor you know inside and out in that regard but it also really aids all the membranes and <laughs> like properly stretching you know a little little tmi for the ladies no but, my girls are like i'm never having children they're like <laughs> uh, so, so let me get this straight you throw up you tear like what else is there to look forward to um <laughs> on the other side it's all good but um but i've never torn like and i've had 
very like big babies and aggressive labors and all of that. And I think that that is something that I wish a girlfriend had told me about. Yeah. My mom was the one who Even told the me first about. time around, they didn't cut you, they didn't nope, tear, nothing. nothing. I, for the first time around, I got cut. But the yeah. other ones, it was like, uh, afterwards, it was like nothing happened. Yeah. They all came out in 10 minutes, the pushing part, not the labor. Yeah. And then and it was like five to 10 minutes. So and good. it's like nothing ever happened. Wait, can I ask you a question? Because your three girls are sitting here and they're so lovely and so prepared. And I know you have a, a well-behaved, I shouldn't say prepared. And I don't know, I'm just, <laughs> Is that English? I don't. What words am I looking for? Um, your job takes you on the road. It's incredibly intense. You have to be prepared and use English like I'm trying to do, and, and think of words and smart things to say. Do you, how do you juggle having time with all of your? Because we had someone on the podcast who really thoughtfully and and, and you know said. I think I can be a great mom to three kids. I don't know that I could be a great mom to four and five and six and beyond. How do you juggle that? How do you give yourself time? With, is it individual time with your kids? Is it time to collectively? How do you, you know, decide when to bring them on the job with you? Because I remember at the two people assumed that I had my kids with me in my dressing room. My dressing room was the size of most people's like broom closet, you know, whatever. It was so tiny. So I did not have my kids, you know, cooped up in, in my coffin dressing room. Um, but I but I would have loved to because it would have theoretically given me more time with them during, you know, during our down periods. And at the same time, you know, those periods often get chaotic and don't necessarily let you prepare if you're, you know, running around trying to trying to juggle those needs. So I'm really curious how you've managed that over such a, a long and, and wonderful career. Well, first of all, it's all they know. Because even from the first child, at ten, you know, who's Anna, who's 10, like they, that's just been my job. So they don't know any different. So it's not like I, you know, suddenly was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, so that that helps, I think, when it's part of your family and your dynamic. Um, but I mean, my job now is very flexible in the sense of like, yes, I have to travel, but I don't have to be in an office every single day. Mm -hmm. So if I travel for three days, you know, then maybe I don't go to the office for two days and then that leads into the weekend. So there maybe there's four days there or a lot of people at my job work from home when they're writing scripts or, you know, I can voice my shows from my iPhone. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways now that help moms um, spend more time with their kids. I also, I write movies for um, Hallmark and Lifetime. And um, we had that I, happen. Uh, it was like, just as a fan, I was like, I can do this. And I just cold emailed um, How cool is that? Um, yeah, like the CEO of Hallmark. I saw you used to work on Extra. I did. I Me worked too. at Extra. That was my that, yeah. That was like my first second TV job. I worked for Baywatch um, before that. <laughs> oh my gosh! You still have <laughs> the red swimsuit? Oh, not on the I show. Had a great gosh, like, image no. here, priest. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so it's it's all about and when, so writing these movies. I ask I I get them to give. I'm like okay. I'm trying to think of a cool ending. And I'll get them to weigh in and, oh, and run really some scenarios by them. And I also like whenever I'm picking my outfits out, if I'm traveling um, for my interviews, um, I will ask them for their um, suggestions and advice. And so there's like these little moments that you can grab all over the place where you're kind of bringing them into your world, like bringing them here today. Um, we go back to Adam Grant, who um, talked about how important it was to ask his children's advice. For yes. things, not just because that helps them think about things and keeps them closer, but it also makes them feel important and makes them feel like, hey, I'm my my mom cares about my opinion or my yeah. dad cares yeah. about my I opinion. Think it's important. And I and I applaud them when they, you know, pick out something nice and and then they get to see me actually wearing it. Mm -hmm. And so they, you know, they feel like they I'd be afraid to do matter. that at this point with my uh, yeah, my Carmen and Philo like, would have like, some, like, us in some pretty <laughs> fabulous ensembles. Um, but I think that's really lovely to find those little 
those those feel like little moments, but they're and they're everyday moments, but they are but they are consistent and they make them feel involved in your life. And and they're so proud of you and so proud of all the things that you know you've allowed your life to expand to encompass. And I think that's are you guys proud of your mom? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. yeah, I'm cute. So here's, yeah, here's here's another question. So your your husband serves our country and is probably on the road a decent amount himself. He's in the reserves now. So oh. he used to be um, active duty, amazing. Um, and he uh, served all over the country. We actually met um, a colleague of mine, Martha Raditz. I don't know if you know her. She mm. um, we had offices next to each other in Washington D.C. and she was always going to Baghdad um, and Afghanistan, and and he was in Baghdad, and she met him there. Wow. And so she came back and said, I think I found the guy for you. Oh, that's, and that's so she was right. Um, so we love Martha. Thank you, Martha, <laughs> for all these beautiful children. Um, yeah. So uh, so um, I forgot what the question no, was. No, um, I hadn't gotten to it yet because, but, because I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, um, right. Because, he you know, he's home. in finance now. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. But okay. he's still in the reserves. Good, 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 good. So so what's your I'm always curious, like, what's your best way to connect with each other? What's your. Um, you know, how do you support each other with two you know, high powered, fast paced careers? How do you find time for each other in that? I mean, it, you know, it's hard. It's definitely hard. You guys know that. Um, but, you know, he's my biggest cheerleader for sure. Uh, and he's nobody gets more excited than him about my career. And like when he's watching Dateline, um, he he's like, oh, oh what's going to happen next? Oh, my gosh. And he's like, you look so pretty. Oh, my gosh. That's Aww. the prettiest you've ever looked. Oh, the lighting is so good in this show. Uh, he can't stop talking like through the whole show. And, you know, and when he says it, he means it because yeah. he, he he's not one of those ones who just um, says it to make you feel good. You yeah. know, he's like he really gets into it. Um, so he's just my champion. And I and I, he his job isn't maybe quite as exciting being in finance, but like I'm there for him and, you know, super proud of him because when he got out of the military, it was during the crash and he wanted to get into finance and he picked literally the, the worst right. time yeah. in the history of, you know, to to get into this but business. It worked. it worked. He had a little sort of a fairy godfather, if you will, is uh, Mario Gabelli, who is a billionaire investor in Rye. Um, uh, his Tony's mom set up this introduction and they went quail hunting and Tony got to go on Mario's uh, plane to Texas to, on this quail hunt. And by the time they were on their way home, Mario said, I'm going to help you get into Columbia. I'm going to give you an internship, a paid internship at my company. Wow. And so it was that's, you know, allowed wow. Tony to 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 soar after that. And he's been with Mario ever since. So, yeah, I mean, he owes him a lot. Well, well, yeah, and I I, th- I love those little serendipitous meetings and those, but it also sounds like certainly you with the Hallmark example and and um, your Tony putting himself in the position to meet people like yeah, yeah. the Fairy Godfather. Yes. <laughs> Part of it seems like you just sort of throw yourselves into life and you yeah. you know put yourselves out yeah. there and you aren't afraid to cold call, aren't afraid yeah. to take a risk, well, aren't afraid to try to learn something new. Yeah, the the CEO of Hallmark, um, Bill Abbott, who is just the nicest man. Um, you know, I I just got his email from somebody and said, would you meet me for coffee? And he said, yes. And um, went and uh, met with him and pitched him. You showed like, up with ideas. I, like I, Yes. I really just had one big idea for a mystery series um, because I'm on Dateline. And um, I came up with this idea of Ruby Herring, like red herring. Oh, but yes. she's a crime reporter. Her name's Ruby Herring. And, um, and I told him about it. And he goes, yeah, I, I like that. And then three weeks later, 
you know, we he they said, OK. And so I, we just had one on last night, uh, the second movie, and they've ordered that's two huge. more. That's, that's huge. Amazing. Congratulations. Oh yeah. Isn't it fun also to be able to like do multiple, to wear different hats? And it's so fun to stretch it, like to learn something new. I was like, it's so rare that you can say you're proud of yourself because I don't think we really do that yeah. very often. Right. Like, you know, you're so focused on your kids and your husband. And yeah. like I was actually proud of myself that I figured out this new skill. Absolutely. You know, I was at a, I was at a, a wellness breakfast the other week and we went around the room and talked about in our jobs, in our careers, what were the, what was like the one wellness practice that really made a difference. And uh, one of the women had said, I make a to-do list in the morning. I hand write it out so that I have structure to my day. And there's something, you know, sort of in your body of when you write it with your hand, not just on your computer, on your phone, that it actually, um, you, it, it allows you to feel pro- proactive and productive in that moment. But I also make a to-do list at the end of the day where I write all, where I, I write all the things I was able to accomplish because some of those days, especially in this young phase of motherhood, where the days just blur into each other and you yeah, get to do. the end of an exhausting day yeah. and you crash onto the couch or into bed and you're like, what the hell did I even do with this day? <laughs> like, I didn't cross anything off my quote to-do yeah, list. I've, I have a lot of those I, days. Oh, right. And so you make your to-do list and you're like, oh, wow, I actually did so much that was urgent. That was as yeah. urgent as all the things I had originally thought was important. Do you actually write down your to that list? I'm starting now and I feel good. It helps. You know, it helps. You know, also, you know, you talk about um, like how, how do you deal with the kids and, and enough time for everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just commend bosses in this world who really uh, promote family. Yeah. Like, cause that's where I work at Dateline. The, my bosses, David Corvo and Liz Cole, like they are all about flexibility. Yeah. You know, get your work done, do it well. And we're not going to ask questions about where you are right now or that's what amazing. you're doing. And um, because we all take pride in what we do at the show. And it just, it just matters so much to have the boss that is like, it's okay if you want to go do that. Or yes, of course, go do that with your family or don't. Yeah, sure. Don't come in till noon. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's incredible to have that. You can find that. that. It should be that way in in all fields because we're human. And the more that companies and and different jobs can start treating their employees as human, everybody is going to be a lot happier. It's unfortunately it unfortunately will sound, I'm sure, like a total luxury and a privilege to have a boss that does do that because I think the vast majority of uh, yeah. jobs are not. That's the vast majority of jobs are show up here yeah. three weeks after you get to work at nine. It's starting to become I think a so. conversation. I think, because I, you know why? Because we're starting to acknowledge that parenting is not a timed job. It's not like, oh, I put my three weeks of paid maternity leave in and now my child will raise itself or yeah. my family will find its balance and its stride itself. Like you need, you need, and your head is not in the right place. And I think, I, I think employers, you're right, are coming around to this idea that they will reap the benefits of allowing parents the time to feel stable and secure and set up at home. Better employees. Much better employees when they come back to it. I'm really curious since all of us are in the very new phase of motherhood, like that five and younger phase of parenthood. What do you think your life holds like on the other side of diapers and bottles and strollers and well, I think that's why I've set myself up with, you know, not only do I have my career, which I don't know how long, you know, I'll, I'll do TV for, but I've started this second career with the movie writing that really goes. It's, it allows you to be at home. It's a, a great mom now. job. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, I kind of have done that to have another skill because I can do that forever. Yeah. You know, and, and it, we, we can be old and wrinkly and sitting yeah, in bed with no makeup what I look on, like. writing scripts. I know this is so good. I now, has it been that. different? I mean, I know that your son, what is your son's name, by the way? Um, his nickname is Trip, but he's George, George Anthony III. Ah, okay. My, my mother-in-law tried to have me do that. 
Oh, did she? Yeah, my my husband is uh, Alexander Ray Baldwin the third. Oh wow! I know. So you would have had a fourth. Oh, I think so. he tried to explain the whole thing oh to goodness. me. There's like wow. if people are because his father and his grandfather have passed away. So I don't know if you're actually. Okay, I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. It was yeah. very complicated, but I just <laughs> that said so you said no. I, I said no. I said no. <laughs> did not, that create a like a. No, well, I mean, if or, it did, I was not something that I was aware of because I just I don't yeah. I don't engage in rifts. my mother in law would have killed me. I yeah. think no, um, but it's, I, it was a debate. It was a serious it was, because you situation did it, you, you did us. too. Well, because so my husband is Jovan Jovanovich. Oh which wow, is basically like John Johnson. <laughs> like, yeah, um, and, and I say that with total love. He is like the greatest man, but I really think that. He it was very important to him to have a junior and he doesn't have a middle name. So when we were going back and forth about giving our son, who's also Jovan Yovanovich, a middle name. We were going to you know, think of a great middle name for him. And the reality is then he would not have been a junior, but he would have had a name that was his own and something to differentiate because now he's John Boy. He'll be four in October. He can still be John Boy, but at, you know, at eight, is he going to be John? At 13, is he need John Boy? You know, and no, yeah. he has to eventually have his yeah. own identity. And I, I, he's not a junior. He just doesn't feel like mm-hmm. that could be his nickname. And so we, to this day, I'm still like, I can't believe my son has no name of his <laughs> no, own. Yeah, yeah. Well, Char- Charlie was Char Char until she was like five. So I how think. did you transition out of the nickname that know. was like too just, infantilizing? I don't really remember <laughs> how it happened. It just happened. Well, she does have rad like stomper boots and she's a fashionista costume and the whole thing is very, I can see that she it's, has her own she's identity. Very New York. She's oh, very New York. She really is. She's, a, she's born and in, born in, and partially raised in New York City, but somehow has kept the, the kept New the York vibe, vibe. even though she's very, moved to the burbs. <laughs> CBGB. We do that, but now my kids are starting to be like, so Rafa used to, Rafa Rafael, we call him Rafa. He used to, he couldn't say Rafa, so he called himself Fafa. So we call him Fafa and Faf and Fafi and all this kind of stuff. And sometimes he tells us he's four now and he's like, my name is Rafa. He doesn't want Rafael, he wants Rafa. Rafa. My name is Rafa. And we're like, oh, okay. And then Alec does this thing, like his whole family, they have all these weird things where they'll, they'll be like, he, he's Waffle. We're going to call him Waffle or Falafel. <laughs> and I, I don't know why it drives me that's crazy. They hilarious. call each other roach and poop Wait, and what? possum oh, wow. and turkey and and all these uh, little possum? like... Possum? Who's you know, possum? And poop. No, and a meatball. <laughs> all of these things. Meatball, I've heard. That, that sounds like a frat boy. Know. I oh, don't yeah. get frat that. Boy. I'm always I, like, don't do it. I'm like, that's not my grandpa name. was butch. I like, I feel oh, like a lot kinda, of, yeah, yeah I like, and, and my, my son yeah. looks and just feels energetically so much like my grandpa. Like butch. And yeah. he try to like make it stick. He, he, I'm going to try. Butch is so old You heard school. it here. I'm going to try a little butchy. Yeah. He's because it's just, you know, he grew up in Staten Island. It was very like yeah. of that time, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and, Kiki, we had from the very beginning, like I, she, her name's Christina, but I wanted her to be Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I felt kind of weird putting that on her birth certificate, Kiki. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, we'll, we'll name her after her grandmother and then we'll call her Kiki. Well, we gave Giovanna, we gave that name, but I only want to call her Gigi. Like I have no intention of ever using her full yeah, name. Yeah, I know. Me exactly too. to that point. And then Dominica was Nika yeah. right from the yeah. beginning I'm as well. All about I the love nickname. those. Those are But cute. Philomena, Philomena is sometimes Philomena. Or sometimes. is that something to that I just No, do. no. Sometimes. I know she's some, Philo. But she's Philo, Philomena. but sometimes she says, I'm Philomena. I'm Philomena. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's, but it's it's a very regal, it, they all elegant she, name. She, she, she does. Picks this very, does. She picks very. Well, you good know, names. she's she's regal, but she's also the court reporter. I don't know if anyone else with five year olds has this experience, but like you cannot say anything she around tell, her. Mm-hmm. They they remember everything. <laughs> they tell 
everything that you've ever said in your life. Yes. I mean, and and they'll ask it in such a funny little way. I, I'm not even going to repeat it because I can't think of something I, you know, I, but it was just, it's so, it's so interesting how they're clocking your every action, mm. your every move, okay. your, I mean, the whole thing. And very, very inquisitive and regal. <laughs> <laughs> so is it different so far having a boy? Just the diaper changing. Just the diaper, and now that's, um, that's kind no. of how it is at the beginning. Because how many times just you, on? you just you <laughs> wait. not once I, yeah really that I need to knock to me on that many times really you think about them I and I've had it three times you think I got peed on a lot I mean I've got no. peed on just as many Did you times always like hold the diaper no, up people to were block, telling or? I was so stressed out they're like there's a special tent for no it. that's too much Who I didn't time do for a any I didn't do tent. any of that like, you know what I did that I thought I would never ever ever do and not because the peeing thing just because it's like so amazing is I was like so anti diaper warmers because diaper warmers they I never got one of night changes. You must. It's my, revolutionary. My fourth, that's what my fourth says, usually yeah. by the fourth day, they're like, oh, whatever, you yeah. know, barely yeah. change the diaper. Like yeah. my fourth got, got a diaper warmer. And I don't know why I didn't, didn't I know, not diaper I warmer. I keep on saying the wrong thing. The wipe warmer. I don't know why I didn't do it before. Yeah. It really I've is. I've heard good things about it. Mo- oh my God. No, I mean, even there, I'm like, I'm going to just like wipe my hands off and I go. when you're on the airplane and they give you a hot Exactly. Like when you go to Japanese and you get the hot towel afterwards. Yeah, it's funny. I think our fourth children will be more spoiled than any so. of the other children. They're I getting so. all the, they're reaping we'll all the see benefits. About, yeah, no, number five, I'm definitely going to have to continue on. Now, are you done? Yeah, I mean, we still have that little girl embryo, but- um, I was going to say, what did you do with I, the other embryo? Would you- well, my husband was like, can I, the, the bill came for the embryo and I, and he's like, can I just um tell them now that we're done? And I was like, no, you can't. Like, I can't no. get rid of the embryo. Like, it just felt so weird to say- like this perfectly healthy embryo. Did you ever so, think about putting both in? Um, we did. We talked about it. And then the doctor recommend. He was like, you know what? You just you really want this boy. Let's just focus on the yeah. boy. And Tony was like, oh, I guess we could have twins. Although the car wouldn't like hold. Yeah, what car do you but, drive? Um, well, we just have like, you know, the, those benches. OK. You know, like if you have individuals. I guess they're not in car seats. Are they, are they in boosters, though? Are boosters. Yeah. Two, uh, three of them are in but boosters. But once you get but... into the booster, it's more narrow. It's like the car gigantic car seats. Well, they're just like those bubble butt. Thing. What are they called? Bubble butts? Bubble bum. Bubble bum. Are they actually, um, are they actually <laughs> called cute. that or is that another <laughs> No, thing? that's what it's called. The bubble, you blow it up. Stop. And what, what it does is it raises the child so the, to the right height. So the seat oh, belt goes seat probably belt. a great thing to have. And you can for... travel with it. So you you let all the air out. But oh. you actually have to blow it out with blow it up. Yeah. Your, and I just remembered I, I, I was. Like, pass out. Sorry, I was told not to say any brand names. Oops. Wait, why? Um, by who? I don't know. By not not by you guys. No. Oh, oh, we're good. Oh, I work yeah, for a news division. So they're like, don't say any brand names. Oh, true. Okay. Sorry. I gave one shout out. Bubble bum. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's like a really easy, uh, like way to travel with it and it works really like, it's just simple and you just blow it up and then you can deflate it and then blow it back up when you get to your destination. Is That's it, is a, it a awesome. big like process to blow it up no. or it's not? No, that? it's easy. I'm very worried about this guy. I'm kind of worried about passing out. No, I a car seat. no it's I totally about, easy. Like, pool floats and stuff like that. And that's it's like, not I have to get this. Is not, <laughs> I mean, think about the size of like a child's behind. Yeah. It's not. It's not know, a it's tooth. Just, Oh, I have to look into that. That's a good one. So yeah. speaking of your work on Dateline, I'm curious, have you, has there been anything that's a, a segment that stood out to you or a story that taught you something really important about parenting? Um, well, pa- parenting, I mean, you know, obviously I deal with death and very sad stories. Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, every story makes me appreciate my kids mm-hmm. that much more because these, I interview so many people who have lost their children. And so that's, you know, that's just, it's just heartbreaking. Um, I would say like one thing I learned that was more on the fun side of things was we did a get out alive um, 
a big segment. Oh, um, like a survival and, guide? Yeah. And so I got I got the girls involved and um, we taught them, you know, how to uh, how to get out of a trunk and all these all Wait, these how different do you get things. Out of a, with, do you guys remember how to get out remember? of a trunk? Do you remember? How do you like, do it? Well, we don't. We have an SUV, but um, <laughs> there's no trunk. <laughs> but um, it's yeah, it's like a little thing. It, it lights. It kind of lights up, and um, you can pull it, and it'll open the trunk. Wow! Um, but kids wouldn't necessarily know that, right? No. So it was kind of an interesting thing. And we did a um, th- this was this was actually Natalie Morales did this, but they did a my my kid would never, and they they did a whole series on um, watching your children. Uh, in situations where Natalie was like, you know, behind the scenes. So Seeing she, how your kids cameras, react to cameras a were, yeah. without you there. Yeah. My, wow. my boss, Liz, she came up with this idea. And like one of them was where they had an ice cream truck, I think. And then it was would, you know, the stranger danger, that yeah. kind of thing. But they did like a whole bunch of those scenarios. And I remember Natalie cried because her kids went right into the truck. It's terrifying. You know? and it, it, oh, my God. It would make me cry. Yeah. Oh, wow. But that's I mean, what a cool way to like figure out your, you know, to figure out how you have to prepare your kids for modern daily. And we, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, surrounded by technology. We've got all these little things to keep us safe. We're very aware of you know germs and everything else, but there's still those very basic sort of core parenting fears and oh, yeah. and I, how to prepare and, yourself. And I see them all because I, because of the job. And then with Tony being a Marine, I'm on Dateline. These kids are yeah. never leaving the house when they turn 16. Jeez. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I was going to say, I, uh, sorry that you're going to have so many boyfriends who have to show up at your time. I know, They're right? Like, hey, Mr. Uh, and yeah. have the entire date there. Yeah. <laughs> While he's, they're he's walking, like, by like, the way. You're not leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of one thing that we do is we talk about favorite things here. I think the, be- the bubble bum. I feel like bub. the bubble butt. Yeah. Bubble bubble bum. Bubble, bubble bum. The bubble, bubble bum. Yeah. So bubble cool. bum. Okay, so um, we're going to play a fun game with you. So we want you, we have three of your daughters here, so they will verify if you are correct or not. Three of your six children. Can you tell us what their favorite trashy candy is? All right. So I'm going to say uh, for Anna, I'm going to say coffee crisp uh, chocolate bar from Canada. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Kiki, Kiki, can you look up, honey? I'm going to say York Peppermint Patty for you, Kiki. No? It's bubble gum. Oh, it's a good one. That's true. They all do like bubble we gum. We love okay. bubble gum. Lucky Kid has number three. Mom says her favorite um, candy is... Why do I not know this? It's good. Your kids don't eat candy. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, Sour Patch? Okay, what? You know what? In fairness, I feel like candy choices change at this age. Like one day, yeah, like my kids, like if vegetable. you ask them. Oh, I try none. <laughs> yeah, no answer. Uh, so fun. Well, you got two out of three. That leaves you with the major prize. You, you get to keep your kids. Congratulations. Oh, I was hoping to leave them here. No, I'm kidding. I was going to go to the spa. <laughs> Thank you so much. So fun. Thank you, guys. I just got a dirty look. All right, guys, that was Andrea Canning. And we should all be impressed that three of her children, so half of her children, were here and very, very, very well behaved during the entire thing. And not in like a weird way. They were just like kind of chilling. They're like, I'm with my mommy and my mommy is working right now. Um, I love that she is showing um, her children what she does and and including them. Um, And I loved our little like rapid fire game at the end. A candy game? A candy game. We got to do more like that because I really feel like you guys to know people so well 
by looking in their refrigerator and by playing rapid fire association games with them because it's just crazy. But her kids, I agree, her kids were so good and normal and game to play and sweet. And now it's time for our favorite things. Now it's time for our favorite things. Okay, I'm going to go healthy snacks this time because something that I feel like makes every mom's life easier is I, I know that something has changed with my hormones. And now, I, even though I never used to be this person, I get hangry if I haven't eaten um, at like a relatively normal interval. And so I always have packages of snacks in my bag. And look, packaged snacks for the most part are not that good for you. They're either loaded with sodium or tons of calories or sugar, or, you know, processed uh, chemicals, things to preserve them, which you don't want. Um so when I find a great one, I'm really excited about it. And um, so there's this there's this company called Bada Bean Bada Boom, um, and they are uh, broad beans that are essentially baked, but are they have like different flavors. The sea salt one is my favorite. They are some for some reason a little bit sweet, even when they're saltiness. Cause, so they're the perfect mix for me. Um, but they don't have sugar, and they have you know 100 calories a serving and a ton of protein. So they actually fill me up. But they taste I don't know. They, there's something extremely satisfying about how like crunchy and salty and delicious they are. And they come in these little bags that you can just throw into purses now, as opposed to having like the big size that you have to then worry about resealing, etc. Um, and my kids think they're delicious, even though I sometimes have to like crunch them in half and then give them halves at a time because they're really just, you know, crunchy. Um, just so you guys know, the ingredients on these bada bean bada booms are broad, broad beans, which are fava beans, sunflower oil, rice flour and sea salt. I've seen you eat these before. I love these I things. And they're they're um, they are gluten free and soy free. I love just finding little things like that that are an alternative to the 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 experience you want from chips without the negative downsides. Sounds good. Um, all right, guys. So my favorite thing this week is something to keep you very, very cozy. So I love um, sort of like that stuffed animal, like fuzzy, furry, cozy thing. And I have um, coats uh, that are faux fur. I have blankets. I sleep with two of them every single night. My children all sleep with one. Um, and we we have them as throws. So uh, Fabulous Furs, Donna Saliers, she makes incredible products. They have gloves. They have coats. They have blankets. Um, they have things for your pets. And they're super, super cozy and warm. I am cold a lot of the time. My husband keeps our bedroom really, really cold. Um, and so I literally sleep with two of these big blankets on top of being like, you know, fully dressed head to toe and different things. He literally will FaceTime me when I'm like, you know, when he's like out of town, he'll FaceTime me and I'll be like in like a little nighty and stuff like that. He's like, why don't you dress like this when I'm there? And I'm like, because you keep it cold. Okay. Incentive. But no, he always, always, always chooses. <laughs> He uses AC his over his AC wife's negligee. Over, exactly, <laughs> over lingerie. He's like, it will come off anyway, so why why worry about it? Um, so yeah, that's my that's my cozy my cozy suggestion. There you go. There now you got your furry self and your crunchy self settled. Go get cozy and go get cozy and have a snack. Have some snacks. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, email us. What's She's getting good at that. It's our email. Mombrainpod hey. at gmail.com. Ah, Don't you know you it? <laughs> Spread the word. Um, follow us on Instagram, Mombrain. Find us on YouTube. 
and listen to us next week. We'll be back next week. Yeah. And I'm actually going to put a special request in. If you guys have your favorite snacks, send them to us since we are snack fiends oh, and we're always on the hunt always for new looking. Ones. I'm always like Googling what like good healthy snacks are. I know. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. bye. This is Mom Brain with Ilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Mom Brain is a Gallery Media Group original production.